Hi, I'm Creason. And I'm Cynthia. And this is Random Spirit, where we talk about random topics. What are we talking about today, Cynthia? Today, we'll be talking about love languages. There are five, um, five languages of the love language. <laughs> <laughs> and we will also be discussing um, why they are important especially to the spiritual journey that Creason and I are um, and also we're, we'll be discussing what our love language is and how we show the love language mm-hmm. and yeah we might throw in like some well I don't want to throw in some situations but whatever okay <laughs> so yeah, what are they is probably the first question. Yes, so what <laughs> are the love languages? What are they? We have words of affirmations, okay? We have quality time, giving and receiving gifts, acts of service, and physical touch. Those are the five beautiful love languages. Um... And yeah, we're going to jump right in. And then also, obviously, at the end of this episode, we will be doing the card pull. As usual, yes. 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 Okay. So, words of affirmation, right? Mm -hmm. So, with the words of affirmation, now I'm just going by this. Kreason will back me up because... I'm not prepared. <laughs> words, of <laughs> words of affirmation is basically when when you I I genuinely feel like it's like you need that reassurance. You you need it like to hear that you're loved, right? You need to hear um from somebody or maybe like I don't know, you like to tell yourself like, "Oh, like I love you." You are beautiful. You are worthy, right? Creasing, you can add yeah. that. So, yeah, words of affirmation is literally that. It's little bits of words. It's like words that make the other person feel good. And there's a lot of different, well, in the book that I read um, about this, this was from like Gary Chapman. He's the one who coined this term, actually, What's with the Bible of Languages. Um, Gary Chapman is the name. No, the, the name of the book. Oh, the name of the book. Yes. Um, it's actually called The Five Love Languages, which makes it very, very easy to remember. Yes. Uh, we yeah. love a simple title. <laughs> yeah, he's the one who coined the term. Um, he's from North Carolina, and he was born in 1938, which is, makes him fairly old now, I think. Yes. By the time of this recording. We However, love a wise man writing a book. Yeah. So... <laughs> Um, words of affirmation um, basically is encouraging words to your to the person that, that your spouse is usually how he likes to put it but it's encouraging words to another um, kind words like you know you're doing great or like you know like if they are doing something that is awesome like you give them encouraging like you know words like you can do it like you're awesome like you're doing a great job you know and make sure you're targeting things that you know are more towards what they're doing rather than you know their looks or whatever looks of affirmation is great like somewhat but it's more towards the actions that people display 
that words of affirmation is more targeted towards. Um, other stuff is like, you know, requesting things that you think that they'll be able to help you with um, that can actually garner encouragement and actually journaling, you know, and telling people to journal, you know, writing words for yourself usually has like a, a you know, self-rewarding effect of words of affirmation. If you yeah. write down like, you know, how we want to write down those like, um, affirming things that we want to do for our spiritual journey those also help with words of affirmation Ooh, manifesting so, yeah the manifesting is really good on people who have that as one of their love languages so yeah okay. that's what i have to add for love languages in terms of words of affirmation pretty much words that encourage or inspire or tell the person that you appreciate them is the best way yes. to describe it yeah yes thank you for that yes wow okay um okay yeah so quality time is the next one Mm -hmm. and quality time is like you know it's quality time it's spending i i feel like it's like spending time with loved ones i feel Mm -hmm. like um quality time has a lot to do with literally just the presence of somebody you know mm-hmm. um going out for a walk and stuff you can add more to this since you read the book <laughs> yeah so um quality time is that um there's quite a bunch to quality time which i found was pretty interesting um of course the biggest thing for quality time is one-on-one attention Quality time is not two people like sitting down in a movie theater watching a movie or two people sitting on the couch like watching TV. It's not yeah. even one person on their cell phone and the other person like, you know, is on the bed. Like that's not quality time. Quality time is getting rid of all distractions and having the one-on-one time with the other person. So you're basically making sure that like, you know, all your focus is on you know that the person, person of, instead yeah. of you just you know doing what you are and like oh yeah I'm there that's not quality time at all like that's not what counts um some of the dialects or aspects of quality time that was gone over to the book is focusing all your attention which I went over you know like basically a dinner date would be a much more effective than a theater you know um you would want to cast all your attention throw the cell phone pretty much inside your pocket and like just set all your attention to listening and and engaging with your person across the table um quality conversations another small piece of this um it's basically engaging in in conversation that inspires both of you or one of you and the other one kind of encourages that conversation so quality time in terms of conversations is making sure that you're engaging with the conversation, asking questions and or, you know, egging on and and helping out and improving said conversations. Um, Another one is like, you know, doing quality activities with another person. Hiking, I would say, or like, you know, taking them to their favorite place. Going on a date. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all like part of it. Um, One of the the biggest things that they said that's a problem for for quality time is that that um he made a thing talking about like the dead sea and the babbling brook but i'm not gonna go really deep into that basically the dead sea is like someone who listens and the babbling brook is someone who loves to talk and usually couples are filled with 
someone who likes to talk and someone who likes to listen. Um, those are the two people that usually attract to each other most of the time. And the challenge is for the reverse to happen, for the person who doesn't like to talk to begin talking and for the person who loves to talk to start to listen. And if you can get that to happen, that's like a key to helping, like, you know, at least the communication part of relationships last. Yeah. So, yeah, quality time is literally about, you know, learning to talk to people and learning to, like, give people your full attention. You know, not to go ahead and, like, ignore them. And people who speak the love language of quality time gain the most from one-on-one time with their with their partner. Yeah, it's literally that undivided attention. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, put the attention on me. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So the third um, love language is giving and receiving gifts. And... um so with giving and receiving gifts Mm -hmm. obviously like it's like um you buy whoever like you know your significant other flowers or Mm -hmm. you can buy yourself flowers um like gifts like you can make a little something for someone and mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like I'm, I'm i'm gifting you this and this is how i show my love and appreciation there's not much i gotta say about this one yeah <laughs> it's actually one of the simplest ones yes like it's pretty much everything that you've said um so yeah it's giving gifts um receive like mostly receiving them i think especially thoughtful ones like yes. you know ones that like either divin a memory or like you know something that was very important to you so the path that you've got you know that you cherish or something that like cements a memory of when you got it so that's part of it the other part is the gift of self or physical like you know being there for somebody in their time of need or being there for somebody in general can also generate like you know the gift of your time pretty much is what it comes down to I mean it kind of blends in with the next one that we're going to discuss but it is a there's a small distinction between like you know being there as like your physical presence is very important so yeah receiving and giving gifts is probably one of the simplest ones to explain there's no like deep thing there um the people who like have this as a love language really really like put gifts as a pedestal you would see them like basically you know have gifts hidden away or put on display inside their cases, you know, to remember the times that, like, you know, those gifts represent. So, yeah. pretty much what I have to say about receiving and giving gifts, yes. Okay, yeah. Okay, so, the next one is acts of service. And I feel like this one's, like, mine. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> um, acts of service. I probably, well, I'm not gonna, like, go too onto it because I feel like you can give a deeper meaning but um acts of service it's like literally I you know when when I was looking um because whenever me and Kristen like do like the podcast we like to do like some research before we um go on and like speak on the topic so that we have like some knowledge we don't come into it blindly or whatever uh there's a video that had seen and boy like it just like acts of service is like 
going it's kind of like you know me showing the other person like you know i love you let me take this burden off of you and i i want nothing from it you know i this is strong like 100 me and you know this recently <laughs> um yeah like literally it's i feel at least for me i'm sure like you know there's other people that can say something else about the access service but i genuinely feel like it's just you know my way or whatever of saying like i'm willing to drop everything for you mm-hmm. and this is like the best way that i can show you that i love you you can go on and pick up oh yeah um so one of the biggest things about acts of service i feel is its willingness or like so in other words the person that's doing the acts of service has to be willing to do it now the big thing that i loved how they described this with the book is you know are you a doormat or are you like a loving person and i love that comparison because you know doormats are pretty much people that you don't care about um they're the ones that like you know basically you don't care about a doormat like it's just meant to be pushed around yeah. and the way that it's described is that if someone's demanding that you're going to that you need to do something or that you have to do something for them when you do that action it's not an act of service it's yeah. a command it's something yeah. that like someone bestowed upon you like a parent child or like a teacher to a student it's not something that you've done as an act of service it's a command that's been bestowed however if the the action is requested of you like if someone was to ask you like oh can you do this for me and you choose to go ahead and do this or you do it of your own volition which means that you just do it by yourself you know and yeah without nobody motherfucking asking <laughs> yeah those are where acts of service actually hit the most you know that's when like people actually go ahead and register those as oh wow you know that was an act of service that was you know someone actually going out of their way for me so yeah act of service people like you know definitely love the not being demanded and to basically you know be requested and literally that's where acts of service comes in the most if you know an act of service person is getting requested to do something and they're allowed to go ahead and actually pull that off and do it because they want to that's the key you know it's a want to not a need to so yeah i think acts of service is one of the special <laughs> ones but it definitely is important for those people who have that love language yeah um i wanted to add to it like as you're speaking like i got something that came mm-hmm. to me i feel like active service because you know like the way that you know for me i feel like you know the people that do that observe because a lot of the times at least like for me like when i do something and i see that you're struggling and i see like down like th- this person needs something right mm-hmm. that's all i wanted to throw <laughs> acts of service people like observe i'm a big observer if i can see that you're struggling like i'm willing to <clears throat> help out so great um all right so the last one right mm-hmm. is my least favorite physical <laughs> 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 touch is like <laughs> uh physical touch all right see look 
I still don't understand this one. And I had like I watched a couple YouTube videos and maybe again I have I probably have a block. I'm just gonna let you it's probably like physical touch. Eh. I feel like it has to do with like actual like say like well yeah it's what I don't fucking like when you're like say when you are like crying and someone comforts you and they hug you right mm-hmm. um right yes that's part of it yeah when you give hugs randomly mm-hmm. take it from here so yeah <laughs> um physical touch has a couple of bra- braces one of them being what you just touched on that's touch- <laughs> touched on huh that's touching <laughs> during like a, a, a crisis yeah so like that's like when someone's going through like a very 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 hard time you know um basically you give them a hug or you touch them for people who do not have physical touch as their love language though that can come off especially like you know as bad you know basically like the physical touch love language is touching as you want to be touched you know and making sure that you're touching appropriately which is very important for physical touch um as a love language it's not like oh you know if you put your hand on my shoulder the entire time like you know the person's gonna like feel like oh wow i'm the most important person that's not it it's appropriate you know when appropriate and you want to be there for them when you know they want to now i feel it's difficult to interpret because like according to like what i've read physical touch if you get it wrong you'll get a shutdown that you've never seen because like you know people with this love language you know like after a while shut down and expect like you know physical touch to take place and when it doesn't they take it as like oh the person doesn't love me so basically like a relationship can go on for like forever and you know if physical touch is not there the person the other person on the other side can feel like oh man like you know this person really doesn't care like they haven't touched me in such a long long time yeah it's a very very like you know i would say you have to be a like looking into it you know type of one because it's not practically obvious because there's so many different dialects without gold right now yeah so (laughs) touches are like the physical the, the physical touch you know if people have been abused it's a lot harder you know to deal with yeah um especially since like you know for if someone's been abused it's been it's much much harder for them to like you know not be abrasive to touching if they're if that's their love language it's even more devastating it's probably triggering like i i'm i'm not like i would assume that it's triggering right yeah it's pretty triggering mm-hmm. and then yeah. like another thing that can mess with the physical touch relationships is infidelity because like if there's any sort of infidelity in the relationship you know basically the person feels it as a betrayal that like you're with somebody else instead of them I mean that's devastating anyway but for physical touch it's a lot worse you know so mm-hmm. yeah like I think those are the main points for physical touch um, yeah. basically like just making sure that you know you're touching appropriately and that you make sure that you're abreast of it when you're in yeah. love language alright so that wraps up the definitions 
and like examples of the five love languages so now um i would just like to share you know i guess like my strong love languages and then crease and will will discuss what um love languages we are not or whatever so um first with me my big ist love language of all is acts of service so i've actually learned that um i am like i'm huge i am huge on active service <laughs> and also i'm going to like i've learned that with time and the older i get and now that i have um now that i have my kids it's actually like it branches out and it's really different like in general i feel like it's acts of service and the funny thing is that my my least one is physical touch as you know creason yeah. my least one is physical touch and i feel like you know shout out to creason and my husband and actually my family because i don't like when i'm crying leave me alone <laughs> and it's actually pretty interesting because of the fact that with my because you know i don't like to be touched and like i don't like to be comforted i don't know like i didn't have that as a kid so it's so funny that with my kids i am very strong on that i am like like i'm always hugging the girls i'm always kissing on the girls like i actually give them a little bit of everything with my i separate my kids <laughs> and um my nephew my nephews um love languages ha huh, look at that i just realized that creason mhm because i am a big active service person and i'm a huge quality time so i feel like it's acts of service quality time i am very aggressive with quality time you know this creason mm-hmm. train knows this too <laughs> um and my very least is the physical touch the two that i cannot stand <laughs> is a physical touch and words of affirmation it's probably because it goes deeper It's probably my Chiron and freaking astrology, but <laughs> um, it's funny because with my kids, I do all of them. Huh? We learn something new every day. What are yours, Kristen? Yeah. Um. So mine is, I would say, the two ones that I like think about the most is receiving gifts, and I would say physical touch, um, because like I actually value. like you know closeness and um being near people um a lot and i put a lot of thought behind my gifts um you do. and i really really like like it when people put a lot of thought back um i would say that receiving and giving gifts is probably my strongest but i rarely like you know get a chance to actually see it because like 
people always tell me I have hard to gift for. You're not the only one that says that. Um, a lot of people tell me that I'm very hard to gift for. So, like, it's very difficult. But when people do, like, spend the time to actually throw a thoughtful gift my way, like, I really do end up appreciating it. I dabble in acts of service quite a bit. Um, yeah. You know, I, especially, like, on the on the pushing end. I try to push all the the love languages i would you say. actually do but the ones that i focus on the most like you know especially like between our friendship is quality time i do that a lot when it comes to like our friendship and stuff Words for affirmation, not so <laughs> well actually you you used to and i started cussing you <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> you see oh my god I'm such a... <laughs> that, that that love language does not work <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm done with myself. <laughs> Acts of service works very well. And yes. yeah, like um we had a long distance thing going on for a while, so physical touch was not like part of it. Um but yeah, like you know, I mean we made it do with like the love letters that we had, you know. So yeah, like um I don't know whether we should go on to how they're important or like how do we show I feel- I feel like um, I'm going to share why it was, you know, even brought up and why it was important to our spiritual journey because it actually hit me a lot. <laughs> um, I think you can share yours and then we'll do the card pulls. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I've actually been like, meaning to look into like the love languages and stuff and I've realized now I'm like huge on shadow work I am attracted to the inner child I am attracted to my own fucking inner child and I've noticed with the spiritual journey that like how important it is for love language in many ways so as I've learned that um, as a kid, I guess, the way that your parents love, like, reflects how you are going to love and, like, your love language or whatever. At least, like, the majority of people. And it's interesting because my love language has changed and I feel like I'm changing as a person and I'm, like, I don't know how to feel about it. So, (laughs) um... I was a huge gifter. I was a huge gifter um, before I had moved because in 2013, I made, like, I moved to Virginia. So, like, before that, when when my husband and I were dating, he was my boyfriend at the time, I was a huge gift giver. Gift giver and quality time, I was probably, like, all of them. Kind of physical, kind of physical touch. And, um... <clears throat> So, like, when I moved, you know, things happened, whatever. And um, I caught myself, you know, when I went on to the spiritual journey, I caught myself and I was like, why doesn't, like, why is it difficult for people to understand, like, my, like, the, the way that I show my love, Right. That was my biggest thing. Kreason, you were there for it all. Like, <laughs> yeah. shout out to you for being, like, you are, like, 
you and Trey are like my number one supporters and I really appreciate you guys. And if I wasn't so drained, I'd probably be crying right now. So <laughs> I love both of you guys. So it was just like a big thing, you know, it's just like unworthiness, abandonment, like why, 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 why? And like, I see, and I've seen that like, and I've noticed, I'm probably not making any sense, but whatever. I've noticed that like, my love language has changed so much and it's because of the fact of like of um I I don't even fucking know why do my love language change I feel like people use me and I've noticed that like people have used me and it's like I'm giving I'm giving I'm giving so I've also learned that um with the love languages again I feel like it's so important that it <clears throat> like every relationship is I don't give a fuck like who you are or what relationship it is every relationship it's a two-way street all right if I'm giving to you you need to be doing something with me and oh 90 90 percent of my relationships was like what Creason? it was like a one-way like street a, <laughs> Well, it w- it literally was like a 80 20. Mm. I was giving 80 mate like shit. I was probably giving 90 and then like, you know, the person on the other end literally was giving me nothing and I was like, "Why am I drained?" Like, why 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 why? So then um I'm going to admit, I was pretty like what what would you call it like arrogant? Like, mm. "Oh, like, you know, I've loved you and you don't give a shit and this and that and I'm doing all this for you and it's like (laughs) I've noticed and I noticed that um I wasn't understanding their love language and I've noticed uh kind of like I think you had said that um two like the two people in whatever relationship need to understand right Mm -hmm. and I feel something or you told me that like people with like different love language sometimes they're gonna clash mm-hmm. especially when you don't understand each other and especially when you don't understand how you're gonna love so the, the whole point I'm getting is that um again I'm gonna say 90% like a hundred percent of my relationships all my relationships were like that mm-hmm. it was that I was giving and I wasn't receiving and I was trying to figure out and I was, you know, arrogant and on this, like, I was on a fucking pedestal, whatever, like, but to this day, I still don't figure it out. I still can't figure out um, the person's love language or whatever. I I still feel like people are out to get me, (laughs) but yeah, um, I've learned that you got to set boundaries and you can love from a distance and that's my spiel <laughs> yeah help me so much <laughs> all right so um yeah i guess that like i'm just gonna go ahead and wrap up like on yes. my end. so i'll go through both like why they're important and how i showed it in one go um so why i believe that love languages are important is because on the self-love journey you know it's important to find out like you know how people are gonna best love you but i also feel as though like it's important to know that 
just because you feel that you can be loved one one way doesn't mean another person can feel it and i think that that's like one of the most important lessons that the love languages show that like you know you can be giving all you've got to a relationship or a friendship or whatever and not be getting anything in return for it because the other person does not understand what you're showing to them as anything you know as not even a loving gesture like doesn't mean anything to them and i feel that's what makes love languages so interesting it's it's to me like you know wow you could be giving all this stuff and not getting anything back and getting frustrated and not understanding why you know and um yeah like this gives a good blueprint you know to figure out like how best to serve the other person even if you have to learn something new and something that's not necessarily in your comfort zone to go ahead and do so you know but it also helps yourself because if you know how the love languages are for yourself you can also let people know like okay well this is how best to serve myself this is how best to make me feel that I'm loved you know and yeah I think it helps in both directions now, me, when I was younger, um, I was a really big gift giver. Um, ever since I was very young, like, I was always creative. So I would always make cards, make little gifts, do things. You know, I would say when I was younger, it was giving gifts and acts of service. Acts of service was actually some of the things, some, something that I think fell a little bit over time. I still yeah. do it. But it's not as strong as it was when I was younger. When I was younger, I was all about gifts and trying to do things for others. As I grew older, I feel that, like, you know, gifts kind of remain, but I don't focus on that anymore. I more focus on quality time, and I more focus on physical experiences that I can have with people. So, yeah, words of affirmation, I mean... It's probably the, what both of us don't have because, like, if someone's like, oh, yeah, you did a good job, I'm like, huh, okay, <laughs> you know, for most of it. So I would say that words of affirmation is my weakest point because, like, yes, as much as, like, getting them, like, in terms of, like, internal effect, it has the least impact if people are like, oh, yeah, you know, you did a great job. It's like the, the yeah. words of affirmation. Yeah, it's very... I can totally relate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, when I was young, always giving gifts always doing service as i grow older i still try to do service and give gifts but i spend i try much more to do quality time and much more to be to do stuff that are physical with the other person so it's definitely changed for me you know um in terms of how i show each one quality time um, i do a lot of one-on-ones with people um i try to knock away every distraction that i possibly can and make sure that i have like a lot of one-on-one time with people um giving gifts and receiving gifts um mostly the giving gifts part i put a lot of thought into gifts i sometimes would would restore stuff in memory for like years before i actually go ahead and like you know give people back the gifts that they've not necessarily asked for but that they've mentioned like way back then i'll hold on to that conversation so much so that my mom said to me that like you know i better be careful what i say because i know that it's going to come back to me in a gift someday so she's so cute (laughs) so yeah like for me i really pay attention to what people say um and i try to go in and take what people say and use them as gift ideas you know 
And um, I get a lot of good responses. People always say that I'm thoughtful and creative when it comes to gifts. Yeah. But the secret is that I just listen. Like, literally listening is the key when it comes to gift giving. Like, if you listen to what people say that they want, then you'll always be able to go in and nail the gift giving. Um, yeah. Acts of service, um, I do try to do that. Um, people request things of me all the time, and I try my best to hit on those requests. The reason that I think that it's weakened over time is because it's not my priority. Like, beforehand, I used to go out of my way to make sure I was, like, serving, 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 serving. But it tr- took a lot of energy out of me to do yeah. that. And I've stopped myself from being like, oh, you know, I need to, like, you know, show this person I care by, like, driving up to their doorstep every single day. So I, yeah. so it's changed from me, like, putting myself out there to more of a request. Like, you know, if I'm requested to do something, I'll give it some thought and I'll try to do it as an act of service or I'll delay the act of service for later as to not overdo it for myself, you know? Physical touch for me, um, this is the part that like I feel sucks because it's it's fairly new. Like I like I don't live in a very my family split down the middle in terms of physical touch and non-physical touch. Like my dad is like the non-hug, no touch type. And my mom is like, you know, the partial hug type. <laughs> like, you know, she'll hug you if you did something good, but it's not like all the time that she would. When I was super young, physical touch was so much higher than it is now like you know yeah. like now it's like not even there so like and even like with the family we barely do any of that like you know if we get a handshake or a high five it's like very rare that's so funny so, <laughs> like it's and, and this has nothing to do with like you know the pandemic or anything but like it's just that that's how my family was it was never like that it was mostly words we would give ourselves good stuff you know with my sister however like you know me and her have a very like close relationship she's a very touch heavy person she likes to hug she likes to be near people she she has that kind of like you know embracing type of um you know personality yeah and i try to lean into that because as far as i'm concerned you know like i mean it's something that it's very rare for me to get um i realized that that was very important to me just based off of that and that's how i knew that physical touch was important to me over because like i realized how much i gained from that it's definitely like i think not as impactful as gifts but it's there like you know that's a very important aspect for me as a person how i show it i rarely get the chance to i try um especially like for people who you know like my sister who like loves that type of relationship like i try to go ahead and like you know take advantage of that when it comes to her but for other people you know like it's usually like a distant type of thing or if i can physically get them there I'll use that as like a substitute. It's it's a substitute, but it's not like a hundred percent, but I make it, you know? So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's literally like the importance and yeah, that's how I show it at the very least. Yeah, that's so awesome. I find it funny how both of us, our love languages change. Mine changed because of hurt and betrayal. Mm -hmm. Um, But also I just want to say that, um, it's you know I'm, I'm gonna put so much emphasis on this i feel like it's really important to understand 
a person's love language and I feel like not only that I feel like communication is the biggest like boy when you fucking communicate (laughs) when there's communication and there's respect like those two can do some things and um, I'm I'm just saying because of the fact that um you know I'm I'm still trying to figure out some people's love language and I don't know why it's like in the back of my mind and quite honestly it's one of the like people that have hurt me and it's like you know I'm a Virgo right certain things that like I just like just get to me and I just um I just want everyone to love each other and understand love languages and you know if it doesn't if it doesn't um align with you then you know like communicate that with the other person and I it just I honestly feel like love languages are breaking like at least with um with certain people I know some um friends and family it's breaking people and it's pulling people apart and it's so sad and I just wish and I hope that everyone can be understanding with each other and at the end of the day love each other and can get through this fucking retrograde of whatever this earth is going through right now (laughs) peace and love peace and love all right we're gonna do the card pulls and then that's gonna be the end of the episode so creasing 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 the best friend of all the friends do i even need to tell you do i even need to tell the people listening what the card is you know i don't know if we actually pulled this card on the the no i haven't but i've i think i've mentioned boundaries so many times i think that you have yeah we're not gonna talk about this i mean okay so this is actually a deck that i recently got um i've been i i feel like i'm being called to um another goddess another deity don't know who i'll figure it out i've actually want to get like into learning about more deities and expanding my knowledge so i got a a legendary ladies you know there's 58 goddesses to empower and inspire you and this one if i butcher this i am so sorry don't take this as offense um the durga durga right she's hindu i love this beautiful um greatest goddess of war and protection yes Durga is leaping into your life right now to help you establish boundaries. Boundaries are one of the greatest ways you can take care of yourself. Remember to clear ones to protect and preserve your inner spirit. Boy, are your guides screaming at you. And I feel like it's because you're... I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you take it from here because I don't want to put your business on. <laughs> Look, I mean, okay, so we've been doing a lot of reading and, um, yeah, like, most of, the, the card that appears the most in my life is the boundaries card. And 
I'm gonna go ahead and just be flat. Like the hardest part about like you know creating and doing boundaries is because it completely goes against like the way that my personality types is, even though I know the importance. And I feel like that's the weirdest part about it. Like, you know, I'm the type of person that doesn't like to strike like a flipping viper every single time somebody like, you know, pushes my boundaries. You know, like I usually sit back and I'm like, okay, you know, one offense, okay. Two offenses, that's a little bad. Three offenses, okay, I'm going to strike. I used to wait for repeat offenses before I <laughs> write down on the boundaries. And I don't yeah. think that it's my, you know, Leah's fair way of handling boundaries that my guys are trying to attack and being like, look, okay, stop being a damn doormat. Like, you know, I mean, we went over the parts today. Yeah. And actually go ahead and fight for your boundaries. You know, I was explaining the other time that, like, you know, the problem about boundary fighting is how much energy it takes, especially for stubborn people that don't like to listen. You know, like, boundaries really, really can be tough. And I can understand anyone who it is. I'm with them because, for one, you have to be willing to engage with people and you have to be semi confrontational in order for it to work. And yeah. that can go one of two ways. One, person listens and they go ahead and they do what you they ask them to do they leave you're good or two it creates a big firestorm of an argument with like six people or the person up and they're just going ahead and like berating about like why you're wrong and they're right how they freaking you know and how you're hurting their feelings because you're creating boundaries and how you know and honestly i feel like when it comes to family they're the hardest people to cut off when they are toxic because you can't technically cut them off you have to feed them with a long food which means distance is usually the key when it comes to family when you have issues when you can't cut them you know and yeah is the key the hardest part it's hard to create distance when you're close and I understand that dynamic a lot. You know, when you create enemies with family members, it becomes a, a I remember listening to the story. I'm going to go into it a little bit. I'm not going to name names here, but I listened to the story of like this, like, like, you know, was very, very like crazy in terms of like starting up boundaries and stuff. And yeah she really like went forward and like created a storm of where all their family members pretty much hate each other you know and basically none of them could talk to each other from this from this day forward and i feel that's like the worst possible fiber dynamic so i don't know if it's boundaries going too far but i do feel that boundaries are important for self-preservation and self-love so yeah you know, I really do need to work on that. Like, it's not something that, like, I know it's an issue. And my guys have been telling me it's an issue for days. And I think that they're just kind of making it known to me. So, yeah. What's your card? I bet you it's better than my boundaries. Oh, shut it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, my card, again, I'm going to butcher this. I apologize. Laka. And it's a Hawaiian garden goddess look at me goddess i'm tired and this is love all right 
goddess of love and wilderness, Laka Leka is gifting you with powers of attraction right now. You'll find yourself especially magnetic to the things you're seeking. And if you lean into that, she'll reveal the path to romantic success. Okay. Um, this is actually a really nice and affirming card because um, I've changed my perspective in life and I've, you know, just changed my perspective in general and I'm seeing things different and I'm like doing a lot of inner work and a lot of healing and um, feeling and emotions and I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in life. Uh, um, I like to explain it like this. You can't relate, Creason, but like probably women can relate because, you know, the power was out today <laughs> and I was taking a shower and it was like the dark and I was shaving my legs today and I couldn't see nothing and I was just shaving and then I was like, why does this feel exactly how I feel like what I'm doing in life? Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing and I hope I'm doing it right. Does that make sense? <laughs> yeah so um so yeah um I just feel like it's weird the best like when you're when you don't know what you're doing it's I've learned at least for me um I'm on the right path I'm doing the right thing living in the moment um it's weird but yes I am you know attracting love I'm trying to be love I'm showing my kids love and there's just love all around me and yeah that is my card and that is the end of the episode thank you guys for listening yeah um just to wrap up if you guys are interested in the book um it's called the five love languages again by gary chapman um and yeah you guys could see the cards that we pulled as well as get information on future episodes at, by visiting Instagram at randomspirit28. Yes. So, yeah, um, always remember to love yourself, guys. Until next time. Bye. Bye.